You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat and stay up to date. Hi there, you listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today I'm coming back to the UK and I'm coming back to my neck of the woods. I'm coming back to Yorkshire and I'm speaking to a wonderful young artist called Belle Velvet. Hi, Belle. Hi. How, How are you, you doing? I'm good, thank oh, you. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. It's been, a, it's been a long day. I've been at work all day, so it's because um, I'm an engineer. So it's been just normal for me. How's it been for you? How are you doing? just doing like school work like we're all on zoom well zoom google Meet, whatever you want to call it yeah doing work and everything boring stuff really. <laughs> good old school well, well I'll, I know. I'll get i'll get the boring stuff out of the way with first then so school what's it what's it been like obviously because we've just heard i think it was yesterday that schools aren't coming back till the second of march i want to say the, I've heard the 8th. 8th of March. It is the 8th of March. Yeah. What's it been like? Yeah. What's it like for you and your household? Is it like, oh no, I want to go back to school? Uh, well, it makes you laugh because in the first lockdown we had where, where everyone was off just everything for months, um, I always said, oh, I can't wait to go back to school. I can't wait. And about a few days in school when we actually went back, I said, why did I want to go back to school? <laughs> Literally. And now I want to go back to school. But you watch, as soon as we go back to school, I'll be like, do I have to go to school? <laughs> That's always the issue. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 28. And yeah. I, wish I, was, I wish I was still in school. I wish it was so easy. Mm. Phone's ringing. <laughs> I wish I was still back in school and, you know, it, it, I kind of like wish I didn't wish away the years. I mean, obviously you won't say that now. You'll be like, I can't wait till I turn 18 and I can't wait till I've finished all the education that I yeah. need to and go to university and do all whatever you want to do. Have you got any like, when I was in school, we had to start looking at like the future when we was 14. What do you have to, do yeah. you have to like start looking at what you wanted to do now? Yeah, well, uh, we have like a, a, advisor coming in like a career advisor and like she'll always advise to go for like the easy stuff you get me like I've had it before and she was advising me to go into like what every girl really does like hair and beauty really sort of things yeah and and like I was speaking to my mum about it I was like because it was like how long ago I'd say a year and a half ago when I had her I was like I was like oh I might do hair and beauty. And my mum was like, <laughs> what? You're not doing hair and beauty? Yeah. If, 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 if you like this, like singing and everything, there's no point doing hair and beauty and like doing what every girl does. I mean, how many salons is there where we live and everything? There's loads, isn't there? Yeah, there is. I mean, because we, we actually live like sort of in the same area. Um, I'm not going to say where you live, don't worry. Um, But we live in, like, North Yorkshire. I live in, like, the border between North and East Yorkshire. And, you know, it's there is a a lot of hair salons, whether it's around North Yorkshire or East Yorkshire. And it's it's interesting. And I just just picture you now 
standing there cutting someone's hair whilst performing in a concert. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. I turned around to my mum and went, oh, yeah, I think I might get into it. And then she was like, no. <laughs> she was like, no. <laughs> Just no. What, yeah. what is it that you want to do then? Because music doesn't always pay straight away. So there's always going to be some like form of income you'll need to begin yeah. with. Well, I mean, my main like thing that I want to do that hopefully is probably the best thing that would happen would be like touring, doing festivals, like country festivals, country gigs. But say it's like a backup plan or like if like that doesn't go ahead or anything happens, I quite like to like, organise festivals. So, do you know, you'll see like Leeds Fest and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I would want to like go on like the big festivals and like organise them. Ooh. I did go through a stage where I wanted to be like a Butlins entertainer and like a cruise ship entertainer. Yeah. But like, because I really want to travel the world. That's yeah. something I would love to do. But I feel like if I organise these big festivals, I'd travel the world anyway, wouldn't I? Yeah. Do you think? I don't know. Depending where the festivals are. I mean, yeah. that's, certainly a, that's certainly a fantastic career to go into. I mean you there's quite obviously because there's quite a few country festivals here and you know you've got the likes of Ben Leonard who does the Long Road Festival and you've got Matt Spracklin who works with the British Country Music Festival up in Blackpool and you know you hear about how they're getting these artists in and they speak to all these different artists everywhere and yeah it sounds like a really really interesting job yeah you've already been played on two separate radio stations here in the UK country music stations at least two country music yeah. stations i'm sure there's been plenty of other radio stations as well what's it like for you making music and then releasing it and then hearing it on the radio when i when i always hear my songs on the radio i'll video it on my phone yeah and then i can remember i videoed the song when one step behind got played uh, the other night and my face, I, I look back at it, was like literally like, sound like a, a Cheshire cat. Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah. Cheshire cat. Big grin. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I just feel like, really like proud of myself and everything. Oh, you should be very proud. I mean, I'm good friends with Carl Kendrick and we're part of a WhatsApp yeah. group. And yeah. he sent me the um, the track for One Step Behind. And he was like, oh, found this, found this new artist. And, you know, listen to this, listen to this. And, oh my, I was like, I need, I need, I need a site. I need a link. Where, where can I find her? And I mean, I've listened to all three of your songs so far. Yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll talk about One Step Behind because that's the one that I was sent and it's got such a punchy vibe to it. Thank you. Did you, you did you write these the three songs yourself or yeah oh you're a songwriter as well ooh actually I'll I'll tell you a fun fact but it's quite weird if you've listened to my song called Devil in Me yeah um that I have dreams about everything I'm a massive dreamer I love my sleep and I had a dream about making that song. Really? So, yeah. So when I went to my producer, I went, right, I've had a dream about me making a song 
that was about I changed the person who I was and like no one liked me anymore because I changed and and it was really good so anyways that was in the first lockdown and we wrote it over zoom uh together and we got it recorded and got it out and that was my first first single out but yeah I actually had a dream about like making that song that's awesome I mean do you do you have like a a notepad and pen next to your bed or do you do like voice memos and whenever you think of a song voice memos literally I'll I'll think of something it'll it's really weird because I'll be doing something so random it'll be halfway through the night it'll be taking my dog on a walk and I'll just think of a good tune or or a good lyric and I'll whip my phone out, I'll go into my voice memos. It'll sound absolutely rubbish. I mean, I could play <laughs> millions. Like, I'll be like, da 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 um, And then I'll play it back or I'll send it to uh, my producer and they'll be like, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll be just so, like, messy random. and random. Random. He's, he's like, I'm, I do worry what goes through your head sometimes, honestly. <laughs> you see, that that's fantastic, yeah. though, because it just shows that, you know, you've prepared to take that creativity and just keep it with you. And, you know, even if it's just a small little riff like, you know, like that, it could yeah. always lead to some lyrics and those lyrics could lead to a song. And the next thing you know, you've got another chart hit. Yeah. Well, I do take um, inspiration of quite a lot of like other country singers and everything and like I always if I want to write a song I'll listen to a few country songs and like sort of know what sort of country style I want so sometimes it'll be a dancey one a rocky one a pop a pop country one um and then that's how I'll get like my ideas yeah that's awesome now why country though because I mean you're you're 14 now, normal 14-year-olds, uh, you tend to be listening to whatever's in the charts. You know, what is it that's, like, inspired you to go down the country route? Well, I do listen to what's in the charts. I'll, when, I'm, when I'm getting ready to go somewhere, I'll, I'll always be playing these, like, top in the charts, Ariana Grande songs and all that. Yeah. But And then as soon as I'm singing, I won't sing anything like that. It'll all be country. I just think country's fun and different. And I think a lot of people think that they don't really like country. But when they hear it, they're like, oh, actually, this is quite good. Yeah. Like, I what, feel... <laughs> what yeah. do you find at school? Do you find that your friends think you're a bit weird because you like country music or do they take the mick or...? <sighs> well, when I go on to people at school, the thing is with me is that I care a lot what people think, even though I shouldn't. I do, and only a few people actually know about it all at school. Until so, now. <laughs> un- until now, which is, yeah, I've already been found out by a lot of people at school. It's, it's um, I created an Instagram account, quite a lot of people have seen that, but I don't, I don't really care anymore. But the bad thing is, the only thing about me that I want to keep myself on is that I care too much what people think. That, that's always the thing, though. I mean, it's easy for me to turn around and say, oh, you shouldn't care what people think. I was the exact same. I was, yeah. Everybody I, is. Yeah. Everybody, you know, if something's, whether it, you, you're kind of worried about how people are going to take it. I mean, I remember the first time I used to listen to country and I used to say to, like, a select few people, you know, I listen to country and then you get, like, a negative response back. 
And then yeah. because you've got a negative response back, say from one or two people, you're going to get, you, you tend to think, oh no, am I going to get mm. a negative response back from the other people that I tell? And you tend to like hold yeah. it into yourself. And it's, it's wrong that it is really wrong, but yeah. it's the way society is, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I did a school talent show and um, I've, I, I did them like two years ago when I was in year seven and year eight. I'm, I'm in year 10 now, but um, I sang for each of the years. Have you ever heard of Picture to Burn by Taylor Swift? Yeah. Uh, I sang that in year seven. And have you ever heard Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood? Of course. Who hasn't? And I sang that. And I sang that in year eight. And every time that song's played, my friends always go, that song reminds me of you. <laughs> because I, I got everyone into them songs. Literally. I mean- you mu- you must have won with Carrie Underwood. You must have won that year. I didn't. I I actually came. There was only second and first, but I didn't. That's horrible. Um, that that should always win. That should be an automatic win. Carrie Underwood is like top notch, the best singer. But the my school's really talented. I know. I know. See, like where I am and everything. But, like, I can remember the talent show, there was this, like, breakdancing group, and there was, like, proper pop in it and everything. <laughs> I was like, hang on a minute. Yeah. It should be on Britain's Got Talent. It, it, yeah, it, it was amazing. And there's a lot of good singers, too, at my school. So... I mean, if there's anybody that's half as good as you, they must be amazing. Because, wow. I've, I've, what do people say about your own songs? And... <laughs> um, um, are you talking about like my friends? Your friends, your people that you know, family. Yeah, um, only like my closest friends know about my own songs. No one really, like, I know it's so wrong, but no one really knows you should, about it. You should just one day just post it everywhere. Just do you know what? Rub it yeah. in their faces because your voice. <laughs> Honestly, when I first heard your voice, it was only after I heard the song that I was told your age. And I thought you must have been at least like 22, 23, just really? by the power in your voice. Thank you. I'd, yeah, but yeah, that's what, that's what happens at school. That's but good. I mean, you definitely... I a lot of people. Definitely, definitely, definitely need to showcase yourself because i mean the more views and likes you get the more the music spreads out and then they might even show their parents and the parents might show other parents and you mm. never know it soon spreads like wildfire well at, well at one point it was only last year when i was doing um a competition called up mike uk and i got round to the grand finals and anyway so um my school found out and to put it all over twitter they sent text messages out to every parent. Really? And, uh, um, every pupil's parent in the school. Everyone came to me the next day. I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm going to. Um, and then but I managed, whenever someone questioned me about it, um, I just sort of go, oh, really? Okay. And I'm going <laughs> to do my work. Like, You're just famous already. <laughs> yeah, but like. I, I came back from school and I said to my mum, mum, my school sent a text message to every pupil's parent telling them to go vote for me. 
I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Did it? How how did it go then in the final? Um. So the finals, I I didn't have any original material out. Um. I was singing cover songs, so I sang. Um, for the final, I sang Cowboy Casanova by Carrie Underwood again. Yeah. Which is a, a big song. Yeah. Um, I sang Hey White Liar by Miran- Miranda Lambert. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Um, yeah, Miranda Lambert. I, yeah. I then sang, and then I sang uh, Two Black Cadillacs by Carrie Underwood. Really? And Miranda Lambert. Yeah. Um, they're all on YouTube on the open mic YouTube but that's when I started like proper taking it I'm I'm gonna pull it up now I'll have a I'll have a gander (laughs) my my O2 one's the best you'll definitely see it I'm in a big red dress with a hat on I was like, like, like trembling when I walked on because it was that big. Like, like I had to look, and like I thought the earth was big, but like I went on and I was like, Jesus Christ! I was like, was it at the big. was it at the O2 in London? Yeah. Oh wow! You can actually say yeah. that you've been on the. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's what everyone says. That is amazing. Yeah. So yeah, and. Um, and then I can remember when it was the semi-finals, and they and only out of twenty people, three got through to the uh, two. But like there was like different competitions going on everywhere. Yeah. Then throughout the whole of UK, them three people chose out of bits of everywhere out of the UK met up at the uh, two, and they all went against each other, and I was one of the three out of twenty, and. I can remember when he read my name out, I was I was just thinking um, to myself, oh, I want it be funny if um, uh, um, if I thought he said my name, but and then it actually wasn't my name. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he called out my name, and then like I wouldn't step forward at first, but everyone was like staring at me, and then I stepped forward, then I started crying. <laughs> I started crying. Oh. <laughs> I did. I started. I just burst out in tears. I couldn't even speak. <laughs> I mean that that's always the um, that's always the crazy thing though because yeah, particularly being young, you know, you get you're gonna be very emotional, and yeah. it's, it's 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 a big, it's a big stage. It's a very big yeah. stage, and yeah, that's awesome. I'm oh, I'm dead chuffed. I'm dead chuffed. It was it was only last year Belle Velvet came in. Yeah. Uh, as like when I started proper settling down on country. Thing is though, I'm on the Open Mic UK website now. And yeah. there's feedback here. Some of the some of the comments that were said was love the image, good vocal identity. Open your eyes. Eye contact will help you convey the emotion of the song to the audience. So as a performer, it's key to connect with people. Did you close your eyes? I had my eyes shut the whole time. I was so scared. Literally, 
<laughs> the only time I had my eyes open to see where I was walking. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I love the I love the dress you've got on. Thank you. It's from ASOS if anyone wants to get it. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> That's really nice. Um, but yeah, I, it frustrates me when they say stuff like this because great vocal needs more live experience. We, uh, I presume that means I suppose that's supposed to say felt. We felt you will grow into your vocal over time. Uh, we feel that you will, would benefit from using a vocal coach to help explore and strengthen your voice. That no, no, I'm not having that. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. You can tell that we're near the same part because I literally speak like you, literally. <laughs> so slang. Oh, I, I'm not having that. I'm not. that. They don't know what they're talking about. I mean, number one, they've got to think that you're only 14. So, well, this is in 2019, so you would have been younger. I was 30. I was, I was one of the youngest there that got through. But yet they're saying that you need... And they love the image, good vocal identity, but yet they're going into like the next paragraph saying that you need a vocal coach. Ah, no, no, no. I'm no, no. Don't listen. Don't listen to them. Do what you're what's doing now. Funny, what's funny was um, I had one of the judges contact my school asking for my details. Yeah. Just to like me. And then, yeah, but. But they wanted me to do this workshop thing, and like I wasn't really ready. Like, like I had no experience with writing songs. I had no. I was just, I was just this girl that like went from gigging in pubs the odd few times, that, that sang in nursing homes and charity events, and then all of a sudden, it was wanting me to do this massive workshop. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that must give you a sense of accomplishment, though, to know that you've gone from... Oh, yeah, 100%. You're growing. 100%, yeah. Um, I'm definitely, I've definitely grown from that, 100%. I'm, I mean, the crazy thing is, I mean, because you're so young, this is barely even the start for you. And if this is what <laughs> you're already producing, you've got, a, you've got a really good ride ahead of you. <laughs> Thank you. Coming up into the year, have you got anything planned, extra releases or? I've got about, I'd say about seven songs that are getting, that are ready to just record now. Really? Like I'll, I'll be writing a song in the space of four hours with my producer on Zoom. Yeah. With two. Um, and then, we just keep writing and writing songs and then I'm hoping by the end of this year to get an album out my first album well I have to get an EP out first that's hopefully if lockdown ends when it says it's gonna end then hopefully May time maybe fingers crossed then an album fingers crossed this year yeah well I've already got enough songs for an album after I've finished recording all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need to record all of them first. Where, um, where where do you go to record? You know, what's what's the local studio for you? Uh, local studios in Nottingley. It's just, you know. That's not too far shop. away. No, it's not. It, it, it's not too far at all. And, like, it's just really nice in there. It's just really, like, it's not nothing too 
you know, posh. It's just nice and comfortable. Yeah. Is that where your producer's based then? Yeah. How did you meet your producer in the uh, studio? Was it just a case of you looked through Google and chose one that was either closest or? Um, I'm not sure. I think I think it's something to do with my mum. My mum is a mummager, like <laughs> mum that's a manager, and yeah. she, she just contacts people. Is but she... recently, I'm quite proud of myself because I've been contacting people. So. So we'll go, well, I mean, when are you the one that's in charge of like your Facebook and your Twitter and your Instagram? Yeah, I have, um, I have like my in charge of my Facebook and all my social medias, but also my mum has my accounts too. Yeah. So every text message or, or like anything I put on there also goes to her phone too. Yeah. So obviously it's all safe and everything. That's good. Because so. that, that was, that was going to be my main point really was the fact that, you know, considering you're so young, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't trust Facebook and social media. Mm. Even at my age, it's like, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it can be quite, I mean, the problem with social media as well is it can take over your life. It really, especially yeah. as a creator, you know, next thing you yeah. know, you're doing, you're trying to do three, four Instagram posts a day and, keeping up with tweets and keeping up with Facebook. Next thing you know, you're glued to your phone. You're missing the world that's in yeah. front of you as well. Yeah, 100%. So... Uh, I uh, think social media has a big impact on, like, people's lives. Especially people my age, because, like... And, and like, it's just always, like, lockdown. Like, school will tell you to get off your computers, but then they stick you on a... Zoom call nine till three every weekday, yeah. <laughs> which is a bit awkward. With with a twenty minute break in, well, with two twenty minute breaks, but that's yeah. it. That's all you get is two twenty minute breaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one break time, one lunch time. When you need the toilet, do you have to like hold your hand up on camera and say, "Miss." <laughs> well, once my friend did that and I was laughing my head up, I was like, why are you asking to go to the toilet? Now if I want to go to the toilet, I'll just leave. I'll just go on mute and go on pause. I'll just go to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Come back and be like, miss, what we're doing? <laughs> what What have I missed? I've been gone three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll go and see your mummager. Yeah, my mummager. So... What was it like then when you first started singing, you first started recording and your mum was like, oh, I've got you a gig here. You know, we can go here. You know, do you want to play here? What was that all like yeah. for you? Um, it's quite like, I, I can't think of the word. Like, it's really, like, like at first I was like really nervous to do anything. I can remember once actually I was at a gig and, and it was in a really busy pub. Yeah, and then I couldn't actually pl- I couldn't get myself to press the play button on my on my iTunes thing. I was like, "Yeah, can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it?" <laughs> and then and then obviously I finally did it. But I th- I think it can like like my mum's always cautious, like not to put too much on me. If you get me, yeah. like 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 the most I've ever done is is two is two gigs in in a weekend no three gigs because i had a birthday party oh you had a birthday party what what's it like then playing a 
like a pub and then going to play yeah. like a birthday party? What What's that kind of like for you? Well, I used to also be an Elsa, like a kid's entertainer. I used to dress up as um, Anna. My mum used to dress up as Elsa. Yeah. Uh, this was 2019. And that's where I pretty much like started the birthday parties. Then it's just got to like, and then I stopped doing that really. And then it sort of got to um, just like doing like little birthday parties, like singing a few songs, like someone's birthday, um, or just anything like that really. I've been, I was asked to do a few weddings, but obviously Corona stopped all that. Yeah. Um, but. But the difference between a pub and a birthday party is a pub, you have to match your audience. Mm-hmm. Like like if I'm in a rowdy pub, but and then I put on the piano version of Empty Space by James Arthur. Literally, you'll just see it just in the pub. It, it'll just be the Kill whole the atmosphere mood. will just change. Yeah. So normally in, in my second set, if I'm in a pub and it's rowdy, I'll just whack on Tina Turner, throw him <laughs> down the river. Yeah, give him a give him a bit of that. Yeah. What what's oh. your what's your favorite song to perform then? Cover song. Oh, uh, are we talking about country? Country um, music, any anything. Uh, well, I do I do love performing my country songs. So probably, actually, it's one I've learned and I. And I think I got one chance to sing it out. It's called Redneck Woman by Gr- Gretchen Wilson, I want to say. Yes. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Uh, I love singing that song. I'm actually going to do a cover of that. Redneck Woman. That yeah. one. Yeah. Um, that's me singing. That's a type of... <laughs> <laughs> that's a type of country music I'm into, like, that really upbeat, rocky, poppy song. Yeah. Like, I have a little dance... Um, I'm actually going to do a cover of that next weekend, so that'll be on my page uh, mm. next week. What you need to do is actually video yourself doing all all covers that you do, and then all mm. not all of them because you want to keep some as a surprise. But get born to your YouTube because mm-hmm. I just can't wait to see you blow up. Ah, oh, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. But um, yeah. When, well, <laughs> that was probably when I say blow up, I don't mean like literally. Yeah, bang, bang, <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> oh, so what's it? What's it been like for you then, going from singing in pubs and you know just starting out as a singer to then having like messages from like me, you know, here on this podcast, and then from like <laughs> SW Twenty and Arc Radio and you know, all of the different stations that have been playing your music? Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you something. Every single time I got a text yesterday, I was, like, literally going, Mom, i got a text. Have you ever seen um, Love Island? Yeah. Where they go, I've got a text. <laughs> I, I, I really remind myself of that, like, I, I got so excited when, like, even or like even this Twitter stuff, I don't even know how to work Twitter. I just go on and like I just see all these notifications. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing half the time on it. But um I can remember every single time I even got a follow, I was like, Mom, look who followed me. <laughs> I mean, like, 
Just so happy. Which followers so far have you been most surprised that like, oh my god, they're following me? Um probably woman woman of cunt. Voice of a woman. So, something like Voice of a woman, yeah. So they've been in contact with me yep. today, actually. I got really excited when she messaged me today and I'll... Yeah, she sent you an email. Yeah. Uh, her name is Linda Conway. Yes. She's an amazing woman. Um, she's done so much for women in country music. And yeah, mm-hmm. I can't... What you'll end up doing is she'll do like... Um, she'll allow you to take over her Instagram and like show in the day in the life of Belle Velvet. Yeah. And yeah, she'll be playing your music, you know, on her show. Yeah. And yeah, you're in for a treat. Yeah. Well, I'm already. Uh, she's got me in as um, the second week in March. It's like a little like, can't remember what it is. Or like a little like chat, like a chat up and like you know. Yeah. The like conversation a conversation to like what yeah, we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, what we're doing. Yeah. Just like a bit of everything. I think it's that anyway. I hope it is. But, um, because <laughs> that's what I think it is. But, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to that. We've got the future. You've got like a million singles ready to record. <laughs> Basically, yeah. What kind of like time frame are we looking at? I mean, you've just released One Less Problem, which is your newest song. Yeah. What's kind of like the time frame throughout the year that you want to have either like your next singles or your next EPs or do you have like a an idea um, in mind? I know obviously you can't record properly until what was it May when we come out of lockdown. Yeah, we're looking at like what well, September. I think, yeah, um, well, I don't know if March the eighth is when schools go and um, when when people go back to school or or yeah. when that lockdown ends or anything. I'm not really sure on it. Yeah. But I hope it is. <laughs> I, I aren't any false news person, if anyone thinks I'm a news part. But, fake um, news. <laughs> fake news. Plaster it everywhere. But um, hopefully, I, I really do want an album out for the end of this year. Yeah. Like, like, the back end of this year is like, I'd say, November, October time. <clears throat> See, yeah. My my next question would be like, is you know what kind of like festivals and gigs are you excited to perform at? But you've already played at the O2, so everything almost like pales in comparison now. Yeah, well, I've I've been having a look at like um, just like all all like country singers like Facebook page and everything, and like I see them playing at these big country festivals with like a big audience and and them just like earning the stage and everything and like I'd just love to do that like just go on to like a nice country festival where like yeah I I can I can just proper like sing good and everything I I don't really know what to say but like yeah there's, just there's, like I just really want to get into good country music festivals. There's plenty. That'd be quite good. There's plenty, plenty, plenty of festivals here in the UK. There really is. Yeah, I mean, good. How far are you willing to travel? Are you willing to travel the entire breadth of the UK to go to a festival? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's up to the mummy, you like, <laughs> but it's fine by me. It's not my petrol. 
Because, um, yeah, there's like, there's festivals down south in like, um, there's Rock and Ribs towards Bristol. There is a country on the coast, which is towards Portsmouth. Then up here, we've got Tower Festival, which is at Drax Power Station. Playing at that. Are you playing at all? That's one thing I'm playing at, and I'm really happy about it. Um, uh, Tower Fest, yeah. There is, obviously we mentioned the British Country Music Festival, which is in Blackpool. There's Long Road Festival, which is in like Loughborough area. Um, there's uh, Millport, which is up in Scotland, I believe. And there's a country music festival in Carlisle. Uh, uh, trying to remember now. There's just, there's loads. Um, Buckle and Boots, which is in Manchester. And then obviously there's Country to Country in London, but that's been postponed till next year. Oh yeah, there's loads. I'll have to I'll have to get on the lookout and get like asking people because what I've learned is like literally I'm so glad I contacted SW Twenty um, radio station because this that is what's kicked all this off. Like like if I didn't contact them. I won't be sat here speaking to you now. I, I want to go into that then, actually, because I want to know what was it that like brought you to the attention of like SW Twenty? Was you following before or no? Like I was sat doing my schoolwork. I was in maths. I was like, oh, I'm I'm just so bored. And like I thought, my song "One Step Behind," like personally, "One Step Behind" is my favorite song i've written yeah um and like I, f- I felt like it didn't get like attention it didn't get played on the radio station it was just thrown out there with a music video and some people watched it and like and like i just thought i'd just search in country um music festivals and um, no um radio stations yeah and that came up and i saw someone i knew already liked their radio station but but I saw that they had like quite a lot of a following, so I sent them a message. I didn't really expect a message back, or I, I didn't really expect them to answer me, to be honest. And then they did, and then late that night, I set up a Twitter, and then I got, and then they posted me on the Twitter. Then everyone started getting me off there, and then. Something happened on Facebook. Someone shared my post on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I just had about 20 million people messaging me at once. <laughs> and I got gig, and I was just getting really excited about it. I mean, you've got every right to be excited because, I mean, I'm, I'm really glad that Carl sent the music when he did because I'm, go- I'm going through the period now where I'm recording quite a lot of podcasts. I mean, yeah. this is episode 73, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, or 72. I get so lost nowadays. Um, but I also have my own radio show as well. And the great thing with us radio presenters is we we share a lot of music. We share a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. We share a lot of information, things that are happening around the scene here in the UK. And, yeah. you know, I'm, it's like I'm good friends with Charlotte and Simon as well. Um, yeah. from arc radio um and yeah it, it's it's about sharing the music and because i'm with ukcountryradio.com um which is yeah. another uh, internet radio station 
And, you know, it, it, this is what we do. And when we discover amazing music, we're like, oh, have you heard this person? Oh, have you heard this person? And yeah. it's almost like a competition, like who can find the best person? <laughs> but I think, I think yeah. Carl's really hit the nail on the head with you because you, you're amazing. And for your age as well, I can't wait. I'm, I've said this so many times today and I really can't <laughs> wait. Thank you. Yeah, I, I can't wait either. I just... I just want Corona to be gone so yeah. I can proper get on with stuff. <laughs> Don't well, worry, we all I, do. I, I feel like everyone does. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm really missing, like, gigging at the minute mm. and seeing people walking outside. Hugging you know, people, going to that's sh- what I miss. Hugging people, yeah. Just something so Hug- simple. <laughs> going to the shop, maybe. Seeing family, <laughs> just- yeah. seeing people oh, i do miss it what is it that, yeah. what is it that's kind of like helped you through lockdown then um have you my like, dog your dog what dog do you have my dog jeeves well did in, you say jeeves? in the first lock- yeah my dog's called jeeves that's brilliant <laughs> my, well well he has about 10 names everyone calls him something different so he's called some people call him J-Dog, Jeevesy, Jeevesy Boy, J-Bird. Ask Jeeves. Um, <laughs> have, you, have, you yeah. ever, have you ever heard of a website called Ask, Ask Jeeves? No, I am. You haven't? Well, basically, before Google and before like what we have nowadays on the internet, we used to have a yeah. search engine called Ask Jeeves, and it used to be like a little yeah. butler. I don't know if it's still around now. See, I love these spontaneous like keyboard clickings when I'm just searching for stuff. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. Let's see if it's still about. Oh, it's just www.ask.com now. But that used to be like a butler called Jeeves. Oh, and really? That's what we used to have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a bit of nostalgia. A bit of nostalgia for everybody, that. <laughs> and then in the second lockdown, well, no, in, in September, and then we got... A new dog, a puppy. Oh yeah. Called Rosie. Yeah. Uh, a blue staffy, staffy bull terrier. Oh. Um, and also Jeeves is a staffy too. You need to like, on, on your Instagram. Do you post pictures of your dogs? Uh, no, I don't. But I can show you a photo of my dog if you want. You need he's to. A, he's adorable. Let me. He's he's so cute. Uh, this is my a second. This is my puppy. Um, she looks like a little seal here because she was only little. If you can see her. Oh, oh, she's, oh, so sweet. That one's Rosie, and then uh, this one's Jeeves. <gasps> Jeeves, oh, he looks blue. so special. Oh, he's oh, so in, in adorable. He's got the blue bells. He, he is he's a little softy, honestly. Oh, <laughs> you definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely need to post them on your social media. He's, pa- he's part I of you. It. He's part of your crew. He's part of the um, oh, Mel yeah, Velvet 100%. crew. Oh yeah, hundred percent. 
Well, um, if you've seen on my Bell Velvet, I was promoting One Less Problem. Yeah. And it was a video when I was in the car, sort of like miming to it. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, we took loads of shots. And before we went, I went, Mum, I feel like we should take Jeeves. So we put Jeeves in the car. We got a bandana. We put the bandana around his little collar. Yeah. And we was going to film like a little promo clip with like Jeeves, like like set on my knee and everything. Like we was only down like a little tractor track that tractors go down. Yeah. But um, and then we was gonna, but it was really funny because he kept on like slipping and falling. Oh. So he just did about him. If people don't realise by now, I love dogs. Yeah, I I love dogs. What was he saying? I'm definitely a dog person. I'm I'm only a dog person and a cat person. Yeah. No offence to any cat lovers, but... Don't get me wrong, I love cats, but dogs? I mean, I just showed you my dog. I mean, people should know what my dog looks like by now because I posted him on Twitter. On, not Twitter, Instagram. Oh. These social media—I told you these social media sites are crazy. Oh, yeah. So- <laughs> All right. Um, just a couple more questions. Yeah. The two really, really, really important questions. Okay. Like really, this is like make or break of a career. Yeah. And I need an honest answer. Okay. I need a truthful answer. Right. Not like what you think just the first answer that comes to your head yeah did i say it was an important question yeah go on you ready yeah i'm positive i'm ready jaffa cakes cakes or biscuits jaffa cakes 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 cake cake yes that's what we go for yes (laughs) Actually, no, you no, no. That was the first answer. That's the first answer. You said it. Cakes, love it. It's only because it's in the name, a Jaffa cake. That means that it would be a a cake, it, not a biscuit. It's not called a Jaffa biscuit, is it? Well, that's it. Argument solved. Rachel, it's a cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you if you don't know the backstory, basically, I asked Rachel Selick, um, the founder and owner of Scarlet River Management. She yeah. believes that cake uh, Jaffa cakes are biscuits. Now, there's plenty of other people as well, but Rachel seems to be adamant that Jaffa cakes are biscuits and not cakes. But the cakes, they are cakes. I feel like a biscuit has to have like something like hard and like a crunch when you bite into it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love food. Literally, you put a plate of food in front of me and I will eat it in under 15 minutes. <laughs> Literally, I just love it. Um, second to last question. Yeah. This one's probably a bit more important. Right, go on. I'm ready. Really important. Go on. I'm ready for it. Can you guess what the question is? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't. Everybody else will listen to this thinking, yep, we know what's coming. We know what Dom's thinking. 
pineapple on pizza? Right. No. That is the most revolting thing on earth. Go on. Explain. Pineapple on a pizza. Do you see banana on a pizza? Do you see orange on a pizza? Yes. Right. So you're telling me if I give you a pizza with orange on it, you'd eat it. I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't eat it. Would you eat? I'd eat banana on a pizza. Would you eat pineapple? I would eat. I would eat banana. Admittedly. Not with tomato and all that there. What, what, what about what about on a barbecue base? Because barbecue sauce is quite sweet. No. Just no, just not banana on. I if if I was given banana on a pizza, I'd be like, what? Where is it now? Um, people here know that I used to work for Domino's as a delivery driver. Well, I don't know if I've actually said this on air, but yeah. Um, Whenever I've spoke about being a pizza delivery driver during the summer, um, I used to work for Domino's. And part of the Domino's training is we learn about different branches around the world. Now, I believe in like Taiwan, they actually have noodles on pizza. And I'm sure, I'm sure it's either, it's somewhere, in, I'm sure it's somewhere in the Caribbean that one of their restaurants or one of their like chain of restaurants in the Caribbean, they actually have banana on the pizzas. Really? Plantain or whatever it's called. Plantain. That would be a no from me. <clears throat> that would be a fat no from me. Well, when 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 you go on holiday then, do you like, do you eat English food like pie and chips or do you have like their cultural food like? Oh, I will, I will have like the cultural food. So like... when you go to the Caribbean one day and they say, do you want a pizza and it comes with banana on, you just said that you eat cultural food. I, I just wouldn't eat a banana on a pizza. Would you not even try it? Just like a small slice? I'd I'd try it, but I wouldn't go to a restaurant and have a look at menu and go, Ooh, you know what? That sounds I'm good. I'm banana on a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> just no. So do you like pineapple on a pizza? Oh, I love pineapple on pizza. Pineapple's a fruit. What are you going to say? <laughs> Pineapple's a fruit. No, big no from me. It is a fruit. I like quite quite a lot of food that people don't like is mushrooms but but i like eat mushrooms raw i love mushrooms there's two things i want to pick up on now um i'll go back to the mushrooms in a second yeah you just said that you wouldn't have pineapple on a pizza because it's fruit yeah what sauce do you have on pizza what sauce do like i have the base uh, tomato puree. Tomato puree. What's a tomato? Yeah. A vegetable. Tomato's yeah, a fruit. Yeah. Tomato is not a fruit. Tomato genuinely is a fruit. Is it? it genuinely is a fruit. Yeah. It's classed tomato as a fruit. Is a fruit. Oh. So no you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's mad yeah so you have fruit on pizza <laughs> no way I didn't even know tomato was a fruit yeah tomato's a fruit when did that happen oh my since, well, <laughs> since tomatoes were first produced I, 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 the thing is though you've got me doubting myself now so I'm going to double check <laughs> yeah 
I learn more on podcasts and everything than I do in school. I'm telling you, because school's never told me that. No way! Just type it in Google, and the first thing it comes up with is, yes, a tomato is a fruit. Boom. Mic drop, I'm done. Emailing my food tech teacher (laughs) right now. (laughs) Um, All right, so now we've got that out of the way. So we we yeah. discovered you do have fruit and pizza. Um, yeah. Raw mushrooms. What is it about raw mushrooms? Like, I just love it. Raw. I'll I'll tell you what I like and all cabbage. I love cabbage. I would sit and eat a pan full of cabbage. Okay, so you like cabbage? What about Brussels sprouts? Love them. Love Brussels sprouts. That is so I'm, great I'm to hear. So weird. Like, no, no, so, no, no. And... Don't think you're weird. That's yeah. awesome. I like seafood too. Literally all seafood I'll eat. Really? What's your, like your favourite seafood? Fish and chips? I like I like mussels, prawns, octopus, calamari. Uh, I've tried swordfish once. Yeah. I've tried shark in Morocco. Um, so yeah. What What's the yeah. most weirdest food you've ever eaten other than tomato being a fruit? Actually, once I tried one of them slurpy things. Oysters. Oysters, but I bit into it and I spat it out. It was disgusting. That's the one thing I'll never try again. So I tried that in... So you don't like all fish? You don't like all seafood? No, <laughs> except from them oysters. I've never... Just, you know, I've actually no, never no. had oysters. Never. They're disgusting. I just... Do not recommend them. <laughs> they taste like... So, so do you know when you eat a mussel and mm-hmm. then you'll bite into it and then there'll be like a bit of sand in it or like a bit of grit? Grit, yeah, like an, dirt. An oyster tastes like that grit, if you get me. Or like it just feels like you're swallowing dirt. Like you just put your mouth in Derwent and just... I like... hated it. I hated it. Honestly. For those that don't know, yeah, I Derwent... thought I was... The Derwent is the river that runs next to my village, by the way. So if people don't know what the River Derwent is, go on, sorry. I thought I was really cool trying it. I was like, yes, I'm going to try an oyster. Look at me all suave. Yeah, but I didn't know that he didn't bite into him. So so I tried doing it and then I went... But obviously I didn't swallow it because I spat it out. Yeah. But um, yeah, never again. Yeah, it's supposed to glide down the throat or something. You're supposed to put like lemon juice on it or something like that. And I've yeah. never had it. Um, I can't remember what I put on mine because, like, this, this like, African person chefed it up for me, but um, he put something on top of it. Yeah. And mm. I can't remember what it was, but it was, like, an oil, then he put, like, a little seasoning thing on it. Mm. I mean, I'll have to try it one day just to make sure that I don't like them, but that's, that's unique. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Do you like my stitch? I love it. <laughs> For Christmas, one of my presents was a it's a, it's actually a a hollow milk chocolate. It's almost like an Easter egg, but it's a golden stitch and it's got wings and it flies. I love dark chocolate. You, you love dark, dark chocolate? That's another weird yeah. one. Um not saying that you I weird. Have. Yeah, also people <laughs> cringe at me for this. I love Reese's pieces. I love Reese's. Why do people cringe at you? No one likes them in my school. I will sit there and I will eat Reese's Pieces. 
I don't like Reese's Pieces. I'm thinking that they're all cut. No, if you actually just uh, like you're missing out here. <laughs> oh, yeah. so yeah, we've we've now we've learnt a lot in this podcast. We've learnt that tomatoes are fruit, that you've got the wrong yeah. idea on pizza, and that you eat mushrooms raw. Yeah, eat mushrooms raw all the time. What, Love it. We didn't finish that topic actually because we went on to oysters and weird foods. What is it yeah. about like the texture? Do you, is it the texture that I you love like? It. Like that? I love the texture. But you don't I, like I, oysters because it's rubbery. Yeah, it's like a mushroom. Just when you bite into it, it sort of feels like you're just chewing nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but like, that makes sense. When, when you bite into a raw mushroom, when you chew it, it sort of just feels really like plastic and like and like you're not supposed to be eating it. To get me, <laughs> I, I just like that feeling. <laughs> I love it though. You know when I'm, <laughs> whenever I go shopping now and I walk past the yeah. mushrooms, I'm just gonna think, hmm, I wonder if I could just, you know, like how people when they go shopping sometimes. I mean, I, I think it's stealing, but when you see people walking around with like grapes and they pick one or two out of the back, <laughs> do you do that with like a punnet of mushrooms, a bit of baby mushrooms, and just pop them in your mouth? I used to do it if I was buying like um, a pick mix or something. Ever... I used to just go. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, you, that's what they should do at supermarkets now. Is you know the pick a mix cups. They need yeah. to do a pick and mix of like mushrooms. So you get mushrooms. Different... Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Oh. Also, if you ever tried them, them big mushrooms, then mm-hmm. put cheese in it. Oh, I Melt the cheese in the big mushroom and then put ham on it. That's what that's, that's I love that because you've actually cooked the mushroom. <laughs> but yeah. No, that's everything. That's brilliant. That's awesome. That's unique. So, yeah. So where can people find what what do people search for when they go on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook? What do they type? So my Twitter is Bell Velvet with like no um spaces in between. So Bell Velvet One. Yep. Uh, my Instagram is Bell Velvet Music with no spaces. My Facebook is Bell Velvet but with a space. Yep. Um and my Twitter is just Bell Velvet with a space. No, 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 no. My Spotify is just Bell Velvet with this bass. <laughs> <That's, laughs> I'm getting mixed up. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, I'll be sharing. I'll be sharing your social pages around anyhow. And yeah, everybody, make sure you listen to Bell's music because, oh my god. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, especially one step behind. You said it's your favourite. It's my favourite for sure. And I can't wait to see your future. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna bloom it's gonna blossom it's gonna blow up not literally yeah <laughs> just bang <laughs> bang <laughs> thank you for coming yeah. on Belle. yeah it's fine thank you for coming on it's been absolutely amazing talking to you yeah it, it yeah um it's been really fun i was actually really nervous but now it's fine <laughs> thank you everybody for listening i'll see you all next time and have a good week That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.